0: got to do something he's serious this time i think he knows about the exams he's right you're right we got to do something absolutely you know what we got to do toga party, party. Welcome everyone to Back in My Day. My name's David Petrangelo and uh, once again we have uh, three of us here uh, this week. I'm lucky enough to be joined by
1: Michael R. Power and Ian Walter.
0: Gents, we're doing a back-to-back recording. We've uh, had a lot of uh, pretty good discussion about some cool Easter eggs for our last episode. Um, talked about some new slash old related news that we're sort of excited about but... Um, we're gonna go dip back into the classic well of our podcast. I think it's been a really long time since we've sort of gone back to um, the dates release dates that we we've uh, talked about so that was sort of the crux of starting this whole podcast over a year ago now which is we just talked about this before we hit record but damn we've been doing this for a little while now so uh, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool and fun so um, yeah, when, when everything sort of, when the world sort of went on pause for a bit, I think our, uh, our usual episode sort of went on pause as well, but we've still been having a good time regardless. So um, we're going to pick up where we left off, and uh, we're going to look at some some classic dates of uh, movies and games and stuff. So uh, right now we're sitting at the end of July, but there's lots of stuff that's sort of end of July, kicking into August. And um, I know at the moment for a lot of the world movie theaters kind of don't exist right now. Oh man. <laughs> and I think a big, a big argument is that maybe they shouldn't for, for a while until things calm down, which is, you know, we're not going to argue with that, but, uh, I gotta be safe more than anything else. That's more important than, than going physically to a theater. I would say, um, I think it's safe enough to say that for, uh, on behalf of the three of us, but, uh, yeah. you know, on that note, uh, a couple of, uh, movie release dates at the end of July. So in 1997, 1997, um, a Harrison Ford blockbuster. Listen to me. You know who I am. I'm the president of the United States. Don't think that means I don't shoot you. Put your hands behind your head and move. No hit, just a shockwave. He's telling us what to do. Believe me, all that had happened is we'd get knocked off our feet. That's all. Shut up, goddammit! God. Is he saying what I think he's saying? If we're going to act, we have to act now. It's too risky. The president is up there with a gun to his head. He's asking us to do that to Air Force One? He's not asking. Your commander-in-chief has issued a direct order. Do it! Air Force One. Yeah. (laughs) I gotta do it.
1: (laughs) I like the loose... Classic. uh, (laughs) Yeah. Loose use of the term blockbuster there.
0: Yeah, I think I I say blockbuster because it's... (laughs) it's a um you know that made a lot of money made a lot of money it's it's action it's a little bit goofy it's the quote-unquote mm-hmm. popcorn summer movie type of release i think uh um, oh, it did make a lot of money man my, my yeah. bad 350 yeah, no, million it's, it's at up the up box there. office it, wow wow it's an Jesus, r-rated
1: blockbuster for sure. yeah Damn. especially
2: when you consider that r-rated movies make less money than t- traditionally that's true mm-hmm. that's true yeah it's a
0: it's one of those movies that uh, I definitely watched a few times on, uh, I, I want to say it was on VHS, but I don't know for sure. Um, but it's it's a it's a silly, somewhat silly sort of premise of, of an action movie that, you know, it's cool to see Harrison Ford do some action, but with like a little bit more violence, I guess, like a rated R Harrison Ford doesn't come along too often. So um, I don't know. I always thought True. this was a note, noteworthy movie. So,
1: oh yeah, this is, I, um, I could watch,
0: yeah. This is um,
1: Die Hard on a Plane, right? Die that's Hard on a Plane. Yeah, well, that's Never. basically... It's part of that genre.
0: Yeah, yeah Die Hard. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah I made it's not the, the let's, bold let's claim
2: go. that I liked Air Force One better than Die Hard 2, so... Ah, uh, there you go. Oh,
0: really? Well, hey, oh, if you're having yeah. more fun with it, that's that's it. One's I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm really the into the
2: original Die Hard, but yeah. uh, I, I do like traditionally like Harrison Ford movies better than uh, Bruce Willis movies, but
1: Oh yeah. I I do too, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> um but yeah, I definitely thought about this movie um when I was thinking about our quiz show and my R-rated movies question.
0: Oh yeah, that's um, right. Yeah. That was
2: definitely up there on the list of uh, you know, the top earning R rated movies. I don't R-rated know I movies. I can't remember the total or like what the top we were playing for was, but it's definitely
0: close. It's up there. Yeah, and it was um, like Deadpool and stuff like that was like way up there, right? That's what those uh, mm-hmm and I think one, one of the hangovers or the first two hangovers were up there, like all that stuff. But, um, but for a 97 movie to be that high up on the list. Yeah. I mean, this struck a chord with millions of people somehow. So the power of Harrison it's, Ford. I think it's so. Part
2: of that conversation when, you know, we're talking about you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger and then, you know, one of your favorite action heroes is Harrison Ford. I mean, if he didn't do this movie, there'd be less of a
0: consideration I feel
2: because this is yeah. action heavy.
0: Yeah. Mm. I, I, it's not necessarily an action movie. It's more like thriller and stuff. But when I think of anything outside of indie and star Wars, when I think of Harrison Ford, I actually think of the fugitive more than anything. Yeah. I love that movie. Yeah. So um, good. Yeah. It's excellent. And that's a couple of years before this, but um, that, that to me stands out as like one of those, like, Oh, that's a Harrison Ford performance. I mean, it's obviously Tommy Lee Jones and, he ended up winning an award for it and stuff. But I think the story itself is really good and, and all that. And um, yeah, it's like, but, but then you don't have air force one regardless. And you're like, okay, but he's a, is he an action guy now? Because the fugitive isn't really an action movie. It, it has aspects of it, but he's not, he's not diehard on a plane or he's not diehard in New York city. You know, like it's not necessarily what he's doing. So yeah, no, I think you make a good point actually without this. It's like, is, is he, a definitive action star or is he just an 80s action star
2: yeah and this this type of film like him taking that role it kind of proves that he deserves to be in the
0: conversation right yeah i think so yeah for sure um one of my favorite uh, old school um comedy movies on july 28 1978 oh otter please don't do this i got news for you pal they're gonna nail us no matter what we do so we might as well have a good time animal house oh nice this is a
1: big one for me too
0: yeah i absolutely i saw this so late i saw this when i was you know, in high school or something like that, which you know, okay, it's not really appropriate. For that you. makes
1: sense, yeah. But I sort sense. of, it,
0: sort, sort of saw it like late high school, and it was, it's like. I know that it was like the 70s but it like made me more excited for college and university <laughs> I know it's exaggerated and it's a natural if only movie. it was actually like
1: that in when we went into yeah if only we had to was... parties like that and
0: stuff yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: but that that was that that movie right how many movies since then whether it's has Van, Van Wilder or whatever mm-hmm. or have, old school as, yeah old school have aspired to sort of capture the magic that was Animal House I mean yeah. like so many movies have tried and you know, uh, it was a great writing team, wasn't it? Um, Harold Ramis, yeah,
1: yeah, Harold Ramis, he wrote, he wrote it, yeah, yeah. Um, part and of the then team. It, was,
2: uh, it was directed by John Landis, but uh, yeah, Harold mm-hmm. Ramis. I mean, he's a brilliant writer. Um, there was so much to love about Animal House. I think, and John Bel- John Belushi, of course.
1: John yeah. Belushi, that's what stands out to me. His like my favorite performance by by Belushi and uh just like the double secret probation like all the stuff that that's, yeah. that's <laughs> carried on since then just the toga, the toga party oh, the the smashing, yeah. yeah, smashing the guitar food
0: um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah
1: it's such a classic movie man yeah it's I so mention, good. it I is know.
0: it was on the list here and i'm like I, I got it i have to
1: it must take place like the movie itself must take place in the 70s right because there's a few yeah. movies yeah, yeah, yeah that or no it was in the 60s sorry 1962 that's when the movie takes place it was it came out in the 70s oh, there's a few movies it? like okay. this movie and um um oh, days i confused that yes. when i watched when i was younger that i always felt like this is the era i wanted to live in sort of the 60s <laughs> 70s era this movie, yeah. like 100 percent is that like i wanted to go to college in this era not yeah, in the early 60s yeah it's like so much more fun yeah. <laughs> but um that's okay. Daisy Let's and the is another movie. great one, too. Yeah, absolutely. Daisy is great. Yeah. I love that movie.
0: Um, I'm going to stick with movies and uh, move up to the 29th of July. We're still in July. And this is, again, a classic mid-90s comedy, um, The Mask in 1994. Ooh, good oh, choice. Oh, Jim Carrey uh, in a comic book movie. Yeah, Jim Carrey's comic book uh, role. Yeah, debut, exactly. His comic <laughs> movie debut. Well,
2: and, and uh, Cameron Diaz, that must have been like her debut too, right? It was like
0: her first, um, I think, major, quote unquote, major role. I mean, it was. what? was like the co-star, but um, mm-hmm. it was like her first big, big role. I, I love this movie so much. Man. Yeah.
1: People our age, I love this movie too. It was like kind of, it was funny, but it was also kind of like creepy. Had this sort of like, because I think the comic is a bit darker. It has this sort of like darker element to it as well. Which which yeah. was kind of unique, and then it has Jim Carrey just giving like a classic Jim Carrey performance. Doing his
0: Jim Carrey, yeah,
1: and just doing his thing, and just just the character allowing him to just go wild because the character is all like, you know, this guy that puts on a mask and it takes over, He's, and is like cartoon, real life cartoon, like literally, that's what the movie is, right? The guy becomes like a yeah, cartoon he becomes character. a cartoon,
0: yeah, and
1: right. And Jim Carrey is pretty much a cartoon character, <laughs> <laughs> especially during um, that time, yeah. Yeah, This is
2: kind of random, but I just looked up the director of The Mask, and it's
0: Chuck Russell.
2: And oh. when you look at the nine films he's directed, it's
0: kind of a mixed bag. It's kind of think why that name stands out. So yeah, so what are the movies? Yeah.
2: In 87, he did Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors. Okay. He did The Blob in 88, and then huh. he did The Mask in 94. What did he do in 96? Eraser. What? Oh, yeah, like what a mixed bag. <laughs> he even crazy. did the Scorpion King spin off? Of oh
0: no. Oh. In 2002. And my and he did more after that?
2: <laughs> well, uh, not much. He did okay. an, an episode of TV, a 2016 oh, film and a 2019 film that I they
0: seem like B films. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, some would argue Scorpion King is also.
2: <laughs> well, I remember yeah. uh Scorpion King like I remember revisiting, what was it, the second Mummy movie? And yeah, uh, one, just yeah. the CGI on The Rock when he turns into the thing at the end is just oh, ridiculous. So terrible. It's horrible. Yeah. It's horrible. It's not a really uh, old video game.
0: Yeah. I looked but up the. I
2: must say, The Rock is uh,
1: like, I'll, I'll still watch anything with The Rock. Anymore.
0: Yeah, either way you watch it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah the The comic book that The Mask movie is based on. Is the story of a supernatural mask that grants its wearer superpowers at the cost of their sanity? Oh, that's like oh. the premise of the book, of the comic book, right? So they kind of okay. they they, moved, they made it f- more kid friendly, I think, in the in the movies. Mm-hmm. But that's sort of the premise. And he does throw the mask away at the end, and it, it's kind of like yeah, kinda it's kind of kept in there. Like,
0: um It's almost like a balance between that, and, like the original premise, like you just said, and like a Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde type of thing, mm, sort of, yeah. But like you said, a little bit more goofy and friendly, I guess. Like, the, mm-hmm. I actually, I think, I think that's that's actually considering that that was the initial premise, they did a pretty good job of turning it into something that's not super serious while still making it kind of about that. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's good. That's cool. That's your- really interesting. Um, and then uh, I'm going to move into into August and uh, hit up actually a couple of video games because there's a couple here that are hard to ignore. For me anyway, this is big on August first, 1992, which would be um, I think a couple games on this date, but the one that stands out. Mario Paint. <laughs> nice. Maybe that oh, sounds we've talked about that a lot. Yeah. Um I, I keeps love working it. its way in. <laughs> yeah. Keeps, keeps making um, its way in there. Dave just uh,
2: likes that he got a mouse with his superannius.
1: Yeah, my yeah. first computer was my Super Nintendo. No, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> um, Man, imagine I, but... if they remade, like they're remaking all these games. Imagine a new Mario Paint game that would, for like the Switch. That would blow everyone's mind. It'd eh? be
0: crazy. It had it so awesome. much in it. You know, it had just the typical sort of Microsoft, quote unquote, Microsoft Paint in it and stuff. Like oh, yeah. that's what you, th- I, but it's, that's not what you think of when you think of Mario Paint, right? No. You think of the fly swatting game mm-hmm. and you think yeah. of the music. Created. The music the music That's was the thing that
1: of. we play endlessly yeah yeah
0: and it's like it really just gave you an option to do whatever you wanted with it which is super cool i think if they implemented like that music thing and maybe i'm wrong because maybe i haven't i haven't played them but in the mario maker games like what if they also added the music thing to it too that would yeah. be crazy because people could do whatever they wanted with it even more than what they already can so it's like a very early taste of what mario maker became
2: I think. Yeah. Uh, and if years Mario, ago. if Mario paint proved anything, it was that you can slap the Mario brand on literally any game and it's going to do
0: well. And it's going to do well. Yeah. And <laughs> have a fly swatting game that has nothing to do with anything. Just yeah. an excuse to use a mouse really is all it is.
1: <laughs> yeah. It
0: was a punch field
1: on a and being like, how can we use this mouse? Oh, uh, it could be like a fly swatter. And yeah. So like, like, Oh, fly great swatter. Idea. It's a hand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> Is it, is it the most ridiculous or most <laughs> practical peripheral ever made? Yeah.
2: <laughs> I want to know, how what? did they do the uh, the Duck Hunt gun in original Nintendo and then somehow come out with a mouse? I, th- I would have uh, thought it would have been the other way around.
0: You know? Yeah, honestly. <laughs> we have
2: this mouse, now how can we make a gun? <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: exactly. Um, and then so uh, a few days later, on August 5th, 1995, we've talked about this game a bunch of times too because it comes up on, on a lot of lists, especially mine. Um, is uh, Super Mario World Two, which is Yoshi's Island, which mm-hmm. yes, um, which came up when me and when me and you, I think last summer or in the fall, we we're, were playing the mu- music and trying to test each other on our music, and I that's right, I killed myself that I couldn't guess the music that you picked for this, and
2: yeah, yeah. like I I don't know, mine all had like these subtle like sound effects clues that like yeah. i
0: was hoping that
2: you were gonna, but it's so hard man like when you hear those things out of context it's yeah it's I, really I feel like the it.
0: only reason why i didn't get it is because it's the menu and i think i said this at the time too is like you get to the menu you press start you get to your game and you go right you don't really yeah hear, exactly. right? you don't
2: linger on it yeah, yeah if it no, was any sure. other
0: music from that game i would have been on it right away <laughs> yeah true um, anyways uh, this is one of my favorite uh mario games um i don't know about you guys if you guys had a lot of experience with it or not but
2: um, I was way into Super Mario World, but uh, definitely played a bit of this one. Just uh, didn't, it didn't necessarily grab me as much as the first title for Super NES did. And I think that's just because, like, it did stray from, like, the traditional Mario formula.
0: Oh, yeah. But, yeah, uh, I mean, it's, you're, it's, complete, it's not completely different mechanics because, obviously, it's still a platformer, but playing as Yoshi and trying to keep baby Mario on your back, and like, that's a completely different...
2: But ironically, if you think about what like Mario Two for NES was, is essentially they kind of tried to be different, right? So, oh yeah. I mean, I mean, I know there's a different story behind why it's different, but at the same time, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I think that like in order to pitch this one, they must have been like, well, you know, it's it's you know, we've done different things in the past. We we could definitely make it
0: happen. And it's even not as drastic as as Super Mario Two was. I would I right. would say I would argue, uh, even yeah. though some of the mechanics are so. Um, and then, uh, and then I'll move to uh, to one one more day because there's a set of movies. Okay, so this is all in 1999. This is a mm. heck of a weekend to go to the movies. Oh, wow. You have big surprise, 99,
1: 99. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Year, right? As we yeah. said before, yeah, yeah, sure. exactly.
0: So we have The Sixth Sense, The mm. Iron Giant, and Mystery Men all on the same day on August on the
2: same day. Yeah. So, power. Which one would you think you had watched first?
1: Oh, I loved Mystery Men. I love that movie. I've never seen The Iron Giant. It's a huge, a huge oh, blind man. spot for me. I got to oh, see man. it. But um, I love Mystery Man because it's superhero. It's based on a comic book too. It's a different take. Actually, for that time, 1999, we weren't even inundated with superhero movies and comic book movies the way we are now. Not at all. So it seems like something like a satire that would come out like around now, you know, after a whole bunch of movies come out. Like that's early for a movie to like Skewer the superhero genre to be. Oh, I guess there were a few superheroes, and they sort of always been around.
0: But um
1: I did well, like the different there take Batman, on the superheroes. You know, like yeah,
0: there was Batman. Yeah. I think now you're right. It would work more because it's a group of characters like mm-hmm. Avengers. Or yeah, it's like an Avengers spoof or whatever, whatever. Yeah. and the guys like farting and the guys yeah. throwing silverware. It's
1: like ridiculous. It's like, <laughs> oh yeah, silver, yeah. <laughs> um, But and Mr. It's Furious funny. is a yeah. classic character that <laughs> exactly <will> live <laughs> on. Um yeah, Mr. Furious.
0: That's funny. Mystery Man. So, yeah. You know, what about you? Yeah, it's such a good movie, and I love well, Ben
1: Stiller. So,
2: yeah. Definitely remember watching Mystery Man. I think at uh, the when we were at the cottage in Solol Beach, we watched it on video for sure. So, I don't yeah. know if I necessarily watched it when it came out, but definitely the Sixth Sense when it came out. I saw that in theaters. Okay. And you know, we've we've mentioned it before in previous episodes, but it really did sort of. Elevate the game as far as Modern uh, horror films Or yeah, suspense thrillers yeah. go Like it's just uh, It wasn't like a gore or like Shock value kind of movie It was more just like a suspense horror But uh, you know that, that epic twist At the end that kind of made M. Night Shyamalan's name um, yeah. uh, It, it kind of makes, makes it worthwhile. And then like I've said in the past You can go back and watch it And it's that much more interesting when you know what happens
0: yeah, the full background of it and stuff. So I'll, I'll pick the third movie. I know that I saw the Iron Giant in theaters. I know nice. that I went to see nice. it. I'm sure I didn't go opening weekend or whatever, but you know, we're it's it's um, it's a much deeper movie than we would have known at the time. Like it's much more serious and it's about. Um, you know friendship and things like that like i need to watch it again mike it's actually a good excuse maybe we should watch it and talk about it cuz um, we should is
1: it on disney plus that would be the best way to watch it um, I It i probably
2: is yeah, and uh, I, I think we've it. been we've been kind of talking more and more about uh, what what film should we select to do like a little watch along or something like that, yeah. that may, that'd be a good that idea That would
0: be a really good one yeah, as we, as we, as we discuss what we want to do with our, with our show in the moment of recording, <laughs> <That's your laughs> right? I, I know that I didn't see, I know that I've seen all, obviously all three movies and actually seen them multiple times, but it's been a really long time since I've seen um, mystery Men and iron giant. Those are actually two movies that um, I think actually ripe for the picking when it comes to stuff like this. Cause nice. I think Mike, your, your point of it being almost even more relevant now makes it interesting. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not yeah. as good as what it could be if they made it now. Maybe there's aspects of it that feel dated or something. I don't know because it's been probably almost since '99 since I've fr- friggin' seen that movie. Um, yeah. But I know that The Iron Giant, from things that I've read and stuff, and all the sort of retrospective stuff that was written in 2019 about 1999, that it's always been like up there as a really like standout movie. Um, it's a kid's movie, but it's also like. You know, it's it's about more than just it just being this robot that lands on Earth sort of thing. I've only heard good things.
1: Like, yeah, yeah I can't believe I haven't seen it. It, it feels yeah. like up my alley. It sort of is a take on the Superman story I've heard. Sort of, and, yeah. Um, you know, the kid and his um, robot and a, and a cartoon. And mm-hmm. I, I'm like, sucker for all that stuff. So I need to watch this movie. Yeah. We should, let's figure something out about this movie. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. I, I, say, I
0: say we favor those two movies and we... Uh, yeah. And we find a way to watch them over the next month, let's say. And then we'll find mm-hmm. a way to... There you Very go. Cool. Yeah. A peek into our, a peek into our uh, two seconds of planning for the show. Now you, know <laughs> how, now you know how it all works.
2: And if I could just mention Sixth Sense once more to not leave it out. Yeah. Um, have either of you seen it recently? Because I know it's in my top five
0: horror films. Um, it's, uh, it's been at least five years or so. I've so. seen it a few times, right. but in, so not in the last I, year.
2: Yeah. See, I haven't seen it recently, and that's what I find uh, interesting in the sense that, in the sixth sense that, uh, no, but uh, when, when I went back and watched Unbreakable, I got a lot more out of it this time around than I did uh, when it was actually released. So I wonder if there's something to be said for, uh, is it possible that like I could still be gripped as gripped by it or even more um, enthusiastic about it because I know that it's, it's not so much a novelty with the ending as it is just a well-made movie so I'm, I'd be curious right. to
0: see if it still holds up there we go so then we got three on the list then I mean <laughs> yeah. they're not movies that we'd be shy from you know we, we would shy away from watching again anyway right so it's, mm-hmm. it's not that hard to say like sure these are great great picks and I mean I, I don't know it, it's hard to find I mean there's I know there's a lot of big movies aside from this year obviously there's a lot of big movies that come out on the same day, when it's you know spring and summer and stuff like that. But like it feels like, like that doesn't happen as much anymore. Like these three mm. movies on the exact same day feels like oh, that's a blockbuster weekend.
2: Right? Are yeah. there any other of those same day? like big heavy hitters that you can think of off the top of your head in the uh, summer. I'm
0: sure there is, but all in one yeah. year
2: that
1: that's, that's big one year. All in one year uh, is,
2: is for me. Part, and yeah. it's, it's no contest. We know who's taking this spot, but uh, it, for me, it's ghostbusters and gremlins. They
0: yeah. came out on the same mm-hmm. day. Yeah. That's great for. Yeah. All you need is those two movies and that's it. That's mm-hmm. a very good point. Yeah. Um, I know that I wrote down sometime in, in may, there was a bunch of movies that came out, but like, but they weren't all on the same. Like, I'm looking up quickly now. June 23rd had Batman, like the original Batman, and Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Those are two big movies. Yeah. Two different yeah.
2: audiences, but two really. I big remember movies. you bringing that up. And uh, I, I think, Dave, you were thinking, oh, yeah, we're going to jump on Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. But man, 1989 Batman yeah. is such a classic for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Such a classic. So, I mean, they're uh, both really good. And I, I have fond memories of both. But, like, I think that Batman changed the game for me as far as.
0: How totally. it, movies and it would and have for media. a lot of people for sure yeah. yeah yeah all right well cool there we go we got some blockbuster talk in, even though there's no blockbusters to go see oh well, yeah that's what better. i was thinking about
2: like <laughs> what do you what even is the box office in 2020 it doesn't exist it's
1: what... It's like which, whatever which was out classic in,
2: came out and, and grabbed the top spot so far. Like they've been playing old movies at like drive in theaters and
1: stuff. Yeah. The and only, did yeah, you I mean, see everywhere. that um for the first time since nineteen eighty four, whatever, Ghostbusters was the number one movie yes, in America, I guess? Yes. There's a number one box office movie for a weekend because they re-released Ghostbusters to try to boost in like drive-ins and stuff. Yeah. Like in the States. Yeah. And it was the number one. Yeah. Jurassic Park
0: had a weekend as well. Like the original one. So So
1: that's kind of cool. That's back in my day. That That is cool. uh, Bringing in some box office. And here's an
2: interesting question. Maybe to close out the blockbuster discussion is if there was, if, you know, ideally we, we get back to a situation where movie theaters are safe to attend uh, what would be the first movie you'd be rushing out to see?
0: Like if it was new, or if it was something they were
2: re-releasing? Like let let's just say anything becomes available that's sort of like new from this year
0: onward, or um, uh, you
2: know even bringing back from from the beginning of the year. I
0: mean, I don't I'm I don't know that much about Tenant, so I'm not going to pick that because it's um, I, I feel like that's like the the big movie, and that seems to be up until a few days ago. That was like the movie that's going to bring movies back, and now they're just they don't have a release date for it anymore. But for me, honestly, like just because it's maybe more fun would be wonder woman.
2: Oh yeah. That's a good choice. It's
0: like, it's, it's big. It's meant for a big screen because there's all this big action and stuff. Maybe it's not going to be the best movie, but that's okay. Like, you know, the first one wasn't the best movie, but it was great on the big screen. So why not that?
1: Yeah. What about you, Mike? Um, yeah. Well, for tenant, all you need is Christopher Nolan. You know that you got to sit out on the big screen, but I would say if I had to pick one, it would be black widow. Okay. I have seen every single MCU movie in the theaters. I have not missed a single one. Most of yeah. them multiple times. Yeah, I will be yeah. very sad if I don't get to see Black Widow in the theaters and I have For sure. to watch it at home or something. Right. I need hey, to man, experience those movies in the theater. So yeah, that would be mine.
2: Yeah, that's a great choice, and you know I'd be right there with you. But hey, yeah. at least you got the whole Infinity Saga under your belt in the theater. And, yeah. Uh, how how fitting is mm-hmm. it that we've had this break after <laughs> oh, <laughs> far yeah. from home in Endgame? <laughs> yeah,
1: that's true. Uh,
2: squeezed but, in six uh, months yeah time. i mean tenet would be the leading one but at the same time i keep thinking if i had to only choose one for like the yeah. next year or so it's gotta be ghostbusters afterlife uh, oh good call yeah, yeah, uh, good but call. ironically the thing about that is that they were you know supposed to come out this year same with wonder woman wonder woman takes place in 1984 yeah <laughs> and ghostbusters right. afterlife is a nostalgia piece following up from the franchise that started in 1984 1984, and they even have like footage from the original in the trailer where they go back to the the original Ghostbusters. So yeah, (laughs) yeah, that, that would be my choice for sure.
0: Well, maybe all three will be on a weekend. just like uh, the weekend we just talked about. (laughs) And I hope they don't, um, they don't like release
1: them and they, they, they hold off for theaters. Even if it's a year or two years, I really hope some of these movies they're going to hold off and they're going to wait till the theaters open safely to release them because i i want to experience them on the big screen but i know if they release them to disney plus i won't resist i will have to watch them
0: yeah Yeah. i think it depends if it's these three movies let's say and and tenant we can include them as the fourth like i feel like i would still pay a ticket to go watch these ones you know there's a lot and you know we have nice tvs at home a lot of people do and good systems and things like that but like I don't really want to watch those movies on my computer either.
2: Well, and and Nolan especially, I feel like he's been very vocal about how he makes his films truly to be intended on the best possible big screen, Mm -hmm. like IMAX or what have you.
0: Yeah, he always has. Um, And and when
2: you look at how good Dark Knight looked on IMAX, I mean, everything that he does is going to be that caliber,
0: right? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. All right, well, we'll cross our fingers for more blockbusters. We'll see when it happens. No rush, honestly, when it comes down to it. You know, it's just a movie. Our lives will go on. Um, yeah, there's
2: always uh, stuff we can catch up on in the meantime. Iron exactly. Giant,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mike Iron Giant. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, so uh, so yeah, so that's great, guys. Thanks, uh, thanks for joining me again. This is awesome. Um, in the meantime, we're going to be uh, you know posting our episodes up. We're going to be on Twitch. Uh, Ian, let's remind people where they can find you, and then we can sort of. yeah sure
2: so when i'm not uh well while i'm hosting back in my day games perhaps or back in my day plays uh you can find me dr dominion on twitch so uh,
0: awesome and uh and we have a twitch channel going as well and stuff but mike list off everything that we got going for us
1: (laughs) yeah so on twitch we are back in my day games and back in my day plays you can follow either one we're always hosting each other and uh on social media if you want to give us a follow at twitter and instagram it's at day back in
0: and the podcast is called back in my day find it on your podcast app of choice that's it you can find us in a bunch of different ways whether you like it or not so that's <laughs> great we're, we're everywhere. everywhere we're everywhere <laughs> <laughs> We're everywhere. <laughs> all right on that note guys um everyone uh stay healthy stay safe wear your masks stay indoors all that kind of stuff and uh we will uh, talk to everybody soon time. P-A-R-T. Why? Because I gotta...